0: Uh, We've talked a lot about home title theft, where cyber thieves remove you uh, from your home's title, and uh, they become the owner. That's not something you want in your life. Uh, You better get home title lock because this stuff is going on all over the place. There was uh, the big breach on Facebook. I mean, think of all the news over just the past few weeks. Hacking. People are paying millions of dollars to get control of their data. And these are giant companies, obviously. But if they can get inside of a meat packing plant or a pipeline they can totally get access to your house we're talking about and you know uh, any of the information that's out on the internet is plenty to get them access to your deed and if that happens especially if you don't recognize it right away you are gonna have a long unwinding process that could cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars it's happened to way too many people don't let uh, yourself be on that list HomeTitleLock.com is the place to go. HomeTitleLock.com. Register your address. See if you're already a victim, and then get thirty free, risk-free days of protection um, right now with the code Radio. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is Radio. Coincidentally, the Radio program starting in just seconds.
1: board microphone with uh, both really neither side of my brain uh tied behind my back and talent on loan from steve i don't even know who he is but thanks for the use of the talent this week this is the glenbeck program hello america it is friday and it's rent city in 60 seconds
0: (laughs) the
1: glenbeck program (laughs) Oh, you're going to love today's show. Connie lives in Nevada. She writes in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, first of all, I want to let you know what a wonderful product Relief Factor is. I have back and hip issues. Nothing can be done for my pain. I have continually gotten worse over the years. But a while back, I saw your ad for Relief Factor, and so I tried it. After two days, I could already feel the pain subsiding. The longer I take my three daily doses, the less pain I have felt. Now I go to bed without any pain, and I wake up in the morning with no pain. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Connie, thank you for listening and writing in and telling me your experience with Relief Factor. 70% 70 of the people who try Relief Factor uh, turn out pretty much like you and they go on to order more because it works for them relief factor is not a drug but developed by doctors 70 percent of the people try to order that try go on to order more it's 1995 for the three-week quick start if it's not working for you within the the first three weeks most likely it's not going to work So don't order 70% do ReliefFactor.com That's ReliefFactor.com 800-583-84 ReliefFactor.com 800-583-84 Today is the day I make him suffer I really do (laughs) I tell tell Stu We're going to get to it We're going to get to it But I know If I continue to hold on Then Spring the trap and he explodes. Uh, and so uh, so I thought I
0: would just say two words. Hunter Biden. Ah, I am <laughs> out of my mind. I, I am out huh. of my mind with the hypocrisy on this Hunter yeah, Biden That's story. not very
1: productive. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. not very productive no. it's really not in case in, ca-
1: in case you don't know uh if you're lucky enough to pay attention to conservative media then you might be aware that hunter biden who happens to be the son of the president mm-hmm. if you don't listen to conservative radio you may not even know that mm-hmm. he's the son of the president of the united states he's been calling his lawyer the n-word in texts uh, and we had to go to the we had to go across the pond to the Daily Mail <laughs> to even find that out. They were the first ones to actually report this. And the the convers- and Stu has a problem with it.
0: Yes, the conversations are completely insane. I, first of all, I will warn you if you have your small kids in the car, you may want to take a break, but This is, I would say, one of those... Why, is it going to be uncomfortable?
1: (laughs) Are you saying these are uncomfortable (laughs) conversations? Couldn't be any more uncomfortable than what Allison Camerata had to do yesterday, could it?
0: No. Okay, that's a good point. That is, It's not that... (laughs) We have to do that today. It's not that uncomfortable. Oh, it's next. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so this is a legitimate conversation between hunter biden and his lawyer it's the strangest conversation i've ever heard in my entire life Mm -hmm. until until of course obviously allison Cameron. can i uh
1: can i play the lawyer yes okay yes and you play hunter okay okay Okay. (laughs) here we go all
0: right you start okay i hi i'm hunter biden and here's my text messages where do you find unconditional love then george god loves us unconditionally beau loves
1: you unconditionally children are too young to understand what it means but you will show them oh there are ideals of unconditional love that serve as proxies i don't have many you god omg n-word Wait.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> that is legitimately his response to that interaction. Uh, Think about what this is like his lawyer is in this Deep moment of of trying to help Hunter through God only knows what a moment of introspection. He gives this beautiful thing about unconditional love, and his re- reply is OMG N word. <laughs> no, but wait, wait, wait. He goes on. Oh, he got, doesn't just leave it at OMG N word. He goes OMG N word. Did you just cite a fictional character from the imagination of the collective? Frightened, by the way. That is your, uh, the son of the president of the United States, this devout Catholic describing God. <laughs> that's what, so, right, okay, uh, that's right. how his description Hang on just a second. Hang on. You have to say it more like him, though, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think he probably said it. Oh my, uh, <laughs> OMG. Okay. And word <laughs> Okay, okay. Did you just, a fictional character from the imagination of the collective writing? And
0: and my dead brother's mm -hmm. unconditional love (laughs) is what I should rely on, and my kids aren't children, George. So he, it's hard to really parse what he's doing there. He's saying, I reject uh, seemingly God, right, is what he's saying. I reject you. Would it be better if you, my brother's, my dead (laughs) brother's unconditional love, which was, I thought would be a nice Uh, moment for someone. No. And and then he points out his kids are not children. Yup, I understand what he was saying there.
1: Okay, so then his lawyer says My parents' love was conditioned.
0: My penis, warning, of, warning. as of late, has been unconditional. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is he, what is he oh talking? I don't gosh. even. First of all, there's the point that, like, he's talking about unconditional love, and he just brings it to his junk out of nowhere with this person who's trying to help him through this crisis. Secondly, if you're saying your junk is <laughs> unconditional, are you saying that it has a condition under normal circumstances? Like, like is this a medical <laughs> yes. sort of confession? sometimes?
1: I think sometimes it should stay in your pants. Right. I think all men understand that. All women understand that. Yes. Sometimes your junk should stay in the junk drawer. It should be under the condition <laughs> of
0: lockdown for Hunter Biden. You're <laughs> right.
1: Okay. So his attorney writes, "That's why we're ser- That's why we're searching
0: for my penis." <laughs> this is real. I we're not making this up. This is really what oh the text messages say.
1: And his attorney responds, and we will always be
0: searching. He's just trying to just trying. ignore him. And, yeah, and we'll always be searching. Again, I apologize for the content of these texts. They are not mine. He says, and we will, after he says we will always be searching, Hunter replies, it's a big penis, George. They always find it. And, and the and- last one. I only love you because you're black. Again, these are real. Uh,
1: and he's, I believe he's a white attorney, is he not? I don't know. Uh, he's, he says, it's so, then the attorney responds, it is so annoying when you
0: interject with frivolity. Now, again, think of the arc of this conversation. It's all like these nice, warm, I, I know you're going through a tough time. I want to help you through it from the attorney. And he just keeps replying with the N-word and and jokes about his his genitals. Um, so after he says it's so annoying, you interject with frivolity, he's finally hit that limit, right? The lawyer's like, all right, this is, I, you're uh-huh. just being an I'm idiot. Done. And he replies, true dat, N-word. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's just so that's when the lawyer nowhere. finally says, oh. OK,
1: I'm I'm done with my rants." Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how now it I think you have to say, are you sure he does drugs? <laughs> because I find that I find that shocking. I don't know how anyone might have detected that he was, you know, doing drugs. And I think the
0: family probably had to be uh, equally as stunned when <laughs> that revelation came out you know <laughs> yeah no that's uh, <laughs> stunning i will say what is not at all stunning is that absolutely no one in the mainstream media has taken the time to bother even commenting on these texts the industry that single-handedly exists to fire people and cancel people for their naughty words can't muster one story about hunter biden and his use of the n-word these networks and, and the p word
1: i think we should i think we
0: should go with a p word as well with his attorney i mean he's just a very, pig very weird yeah. very weird and obviously on yeah. drugs mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. all day these these media organizations exist to tell people who are like down on their luck or living in a trailer somewhere uh, that they have so too much white privilege they're racist and they have white privilege, but they can't see anything interesting in the single most privileged person in the universe using the <laughs> N-word <laughs> a bunch of texts. Well, nothing, nothing to see here nothing. whatsoever. Nothing. And you know what's great is you
1: talk about white privilege. You're telling people who live in trailer parks that they're white privilege, but you also say that they're trash. These trashy Mm. people. This guy is the
0: most trashy person I have ever encountered. Oh, he is just the worst. I mean, it's hard to lower your opinion of Hunter Biden, but this this whole (laughs) escapade may do that. (laughs) I don't think it did. It didn't lower it for me at all.
1: Okay, Stu, Stu. I know that you have this weird thing about Hunter Biden and his <laughs> corruption and all of this stuff. But I'm telling you now, I don't think. Let me ask you three questions. Would the Times cover this if it happened to a similar person? Like if you did it <laughs> or if if uh, Donald Trump's son did it, do you think do you really think they'd cover that?
0: i don't think there is an equivalent person on the other side of the aisle on this one I, I mean if the trump kids are doing crack they're leaving less of it on the dashboard of their rental cars when they return them so we don't know <laughs> if they are we, they seem right. to be impregnating random strippers at a less frequent rate <laughs> so i don't know that there is an equivalent person but if you want to pick just pick one of the trump kids er, you know eric trump Right? Like, Eric Trump's texts come out, and he's using the N-word over all over the place. Do you think CNN would find a 30-second segment? They might th- possibly reference okay. it at some all point right, in their all coverage. Right. All
1: right. Let's be fair and balanced. Okay. Question number two. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just are not interested in Hunter Biden under any circumstances because he plays no role in anybody's life. Really? That's
0: interesting because... Mm -hmm. They just ran a giant profile of Hunter Biden, Mm -hmm. not to criticize him for anything, but to help him promote his book that came out a few weeks ago. They uh, went through, they gave him a wide open space to just address everything (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. gone wrong in his life. And they even had time Mm -hmm. to include color about his very first job when he worked with llamas and otters at the zoo <laughs> which this world is so insane
1: it's so insane <laughs> they're writing a story about Hunter Biden and how he worked with otters and llamas <laughs> yeah. how bizarre is this okay uh all right question number 3 mm-hmm. question number 3 um they don't usually have problems with people using the n-word <laughs> you know I mean, rephrase that as a question they don't
0: usually i mean do they usually have a problem with somebody using the n-word i found that they do and let me give you an example of this glenn they <laughs> okay, fired right. donald mcneil for using the n-word in a response to a question from a teenager about the use of racist language now McNeil's yeah, use of this word flippantly. in his defense he was flippantly using it yeah no yeah, no he was just he just was no. a, a nice easy uh, answer he he asked I, what I think was a pretty rational question so one of the kids on this trip said hey uh you know is it okay my friend used the n-word should they get in trouble and he said well how did they use it did they use it in, in like a racist like way out going after someone or did they use it like in a rap lyric or something and then he used the word in an example mm. And that was enough to get him Mm. fired multiple years after the incident. By the way, Glenn, this guy, this is their lead COVID reporter. During a pandemic, (laughs) they fired him over nothing. Not even... This is a guy who worked there for a half century, Glenn. The guy who was there for almost 50 years at the times. And they fired him for using the N-word when there was not... No, so, ca- no reason to do so, but Hunter Biden doesn't even get a quick mention in the paper.
1: Well, I mean, did he deserve it? Did he deserve it? Mm. I mean, honestly, yes. one, one more question. Fine. Maybe they just don't care about Hunter Biden because he was just joking. I mean, mm. obviously, obviously, McNeil, I don't, there's, there's no excuse for that. But it- Hunter was jokingly using it as a friendly nickname.
0: well you know to be consistent here glenn in december of 2020 all the way back how old were you in december of 2020 the the new york times the same age (laughs) ran a front page story about a random Mm -hmm. cheerleader in virginia who posted a three second three second video where she was excited about getting her learner's permit to get her car and said, I can drive, N-word, jokingly to her friends. She wasn't targeting any African-American in this circumstance. And I should also mention she was a freshman in high school who was absolutely not a public figure in any way. Why was that covered? Yeah, they didn't put this on the front knows. page. They did. They didn't put it on the front page. They did they... put it on the front mm-hmm. page. They put it on the front know. page of the paper. And uh, by the way, she, uh, part of this whole story, and she, they weren't the only one who covered it, but the part of the story is she had to, uh, she lost her a role on the, she kicked off the cheerleading team in college as she was going into college and had to withdraw from college entirely because of all the harassment and everything else associated with her three second video she had made four years prior. Uh, she said she did not, you know, she was 16, 15, 16 years old. She did not understand, Mm -hmm. you know, really the word. She said, uh, it's in every song that they play on the radio. And I know that's not an excuse, but like, I just didn't understand the consequence of it and she's still getting tortured mm. for this today. Well, she's to old. She times.
1: was old enough. She was old enough to know better. Hunter is uh, still a child. He's still a child. <laughs> so what do we learn here? We've learned we've learned that uh well, that everyone's equal just some animals are more equal than others. Mm. I think that's what we learned here. Oh, oh and Why would anybody take the mainstream media seriously at all? Why would anyone take any of this wokeness seriously at all? It is nothing but political correctness. And I think we're all starting to understand what political correctness means.
0: You know, there's only one thing to say to that, Glenn. True dat, (laughs) N-word.
1: Well, we're still searching for... (laughs) da penis
0: <laughs> uh all right <laughs> <laughs> they always find it Clem. they always find it <laughs> yeah but, well <laughs> all right car shield ah.
1: you know it's uh it's not an accident that car warranties tend to expire just about the time the car starts to fall apart Ah, Oh, my gosh, that Glenn Beck is such a conspiracy theorist. He's always going on and on about global elites and critical race theory, Marxist and car warranties. Oh, my gosh. Get out your tinfoil ads. Well, you can say what you want, but the old Glenn's not going to sound so crazy when you're stuck paying for a car that needs an expensive repair and uh, you don't have the cash. This is why you should have Car Shield. I have it uh, and it has saved me. Literally, I bet it has saved me $10,000. For covered repair, Car Shield has got your back. When something goes wrong, they're going to provide a rental car, get your car into the mechanic of choice, and deal with them directly so you don't have to. If your car is out of warranty, it's time to get Car Shield. Car repairs always cost more than you think, but when you call Car Shield, you won't be on the hook to pay thousands. Get coverage today and see why Car Shield Cars go further. CarShield.com slash back. CarShield.com slash back save ten percent. CarShield.com slash back may apply 10 seconds station ID and then we're right back in all right so I think the question should be what do you have to do to get the New York Times to cover Hunter Biden and the follow-up question is what do you have to do to get fired at CNN? Because I don't think there's any I don't think there's any standard here. Uh, you can be the brother of the governor who is totally corrupt, and you can be the news anchor and be helping him with his PR. all I mean, you can do anything, anything on CNN Uh but even this one is a step too far. Let me just give you the headline. After pleasuring himself during a Zoom meeting on the 2020 election, Jeffrey Tubin is back on the air at CNN. Now, I don't know about you, but I, I mean, I don't get all hot and bothered when I think about the 2020 election. I'm not like, ooh, I have got to touch myself right now. Uh, but apparently that happens to Jeffrey Toobin uh, on Zoom calls. Now, he uh, th- he says he thought he was not on camera. Um, I don't. Maybe you shouldn't do that during meetings,
0: uh, Jeffrey, uh, or, or or even when or you don't do that. You're saying even you know when I mean? you know you're not on camera, you shouldn't even do that in a meeting under any circumstances. I'm thinking, it's just weird yeah, and broad. I'm thinking. But- so here is Alison Camarada, who had to
1: do the tubing. Listen to this.
2: To quote Jay Leno, "What the hell
3: were you thinking?"
0: Well, obviously, uh, I wasn't thinking very well or very much. Uh, <laughs> no, okay, <that's laughs> true. Right. But... Could I, could I, could I ask a question?
1: Isn't it sexual harassment to have Allison Camarada even have to deal with this with a colleague? Mm. If I said to you, "Stu, hey, we caught somebody," you know. Doing a tubing in the bathroom uh, I need you to go on the air And talk to him about it And just make it okay No <laughs> Wouldn't you say uh, I want to talk to HR please This is the Glenn Beck Program So you decide to sell your home And move to another one Because you don't have enough stress In your life already I guess You want to see uh, You know if you can shoehorn Some more stress into your life Well guess what Here comes the crazy train Prepare to get on board. You've got inspections coming up. That's probably going to mean repairs to the house, many of which you might not even know how to do. You could have remodeling. Oh, that's great. That's a special sort of hell. That's the eighth level of hell. You know, I know seven levels. Oh, no. Have you remodeled? There's an eighth. That means you're going to need a team of experts, the people who do this for a living and who are really good at it. If you need a team, you're going to need a great team leader. That's where Real Estate Agents I Trust come in. We work with only the best agents around, the best track records. Um, we vet these people six ways to Sunday, and then we monitor them as well. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Let us help you find the right person to help you sell or buy your your next house either across the street or across the country. It's
0: realestateagentsitrust.com. Free service to you. All new stuff on Blaze TV today. Glenn Beck, Stu Does America. Don't miss it. Subscribe to the podcast or go to blaze slash Glenn. Promo code is
4: Glenn.
0: Okay,
1: yesterday... I played, I played one of my new heroes. Uh, she's a mom addressing the school board in New York. I want you to hear just a little bit of what she had to say to the school board.
3: I think the Board of Education and those sitting on the panels are thieves. I think they're liars and have committed treason against our children. My message to this district and the members of the Board of Ed, Stop indoctrinating our children. You're te- teaching my children and other children that if they believe in God Almighty, they're part of a cult. These educators put their own names out there. We have Mr. Barry who took it upon himself with Miss Cyrus to create a curriculum.
4: That should be it.
3: Do you want the proof? I have the proof. You created a curriculum of Black Panther indoctrination. Ma'am? You use taxpayers' dollars. Can I ask you one more time? I I have no issue hearing what you have to say, but- Why why can uh, we not let the public speak? Why can't we let the public know that you're teaching our children to go out and murder our police officers? Do you want the proof? I have the proof. Is that what scares you? The proof? That a parent actually standing up against all of you? Is that what scares you? To call out the names of these people? You work for me. I don't work for you. You have a duty. We are entrusting our children to you. We teach our children morals, values, when they grow up to commit crimes and end up in prison and kill a police officer. It's our fault? No, it's your fault. You're emotionally abusing our children and mentally abusing them. You're demoralizing them by teaching them communist values. This is still America, ma'am.
1: Her name is Tatiana Ibrahim, and she joins us now from uh, New York. Hello, Tatiana.
3: Hi.
2: Yes. Hi. How are you? Thank you for having me.
1: You bet. <laughs> My wife and I watched she watched you do this uh, while we were just going to bed. It was about midnight, and we were up for about an hour just talking about you. Uh, how's, the, how's the blowback been from this? Because you were just a titan.
2: Yeah, well, um, I'm angrier. I'm more angrier now um, because I see that, unfortunately, we do have a very few um, people that, you know, in our community that are, you know, they're in denial. They're in denial. And a new board member that's coming on who's actually pushing for this. Um, but overall, very large. I mean, I can't tell you the amount of support that we have been receiving nationwide. I mean, from Australia to to, to Florida to California, all, so many moms and dads in New York, which is a great thing because, uh, you know, but not but together. not
1: in your community, because I, I was not. shocked that I didn't hear anybody applaud that were sitting there. They were all just like sitting there like stones, like I'm not going to look at anybody. It was weird. Yeah.
2: Yeah, actually, so I think I I, I created the storm. Um, they came out from the woodwork. So I have a big, big support from my community. I actually do. Um, our, you know? It, it's amazing. I didn't even know we had that many people in our county. The amount of support that they that they um, are giving us. We had over 300 people at our last board meeting. Um, you know, just alone that are they're fed up. They're fed up. People are paying attention now. You know, it, it's opened a window, it's opened their eyes, and they're actually seeing what is going on. And it, it's, it's got to stop, so, and it, it's going to stop, because
1: I'm not finished. So when this you were talking, when, when, when you talked about, um, you know, I have the proof, is this critical race theory? Or, I mean, the, the Panther, the Black Panther mm. is bringing them in to talk about social justice and the police uh, what was it that pushed you over the edge and what is it specifically that your town is doing?
2: So we, we, we have, um, you know, teachers and educators posting all over social media, their personal agendas, um, you know, trying to to encourage students to um, read about taking out the president or uh, former president Trump. Um, and, you know, they're 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 exposing themselves because there's never a re- repercussion against them. They're getting away with it. And, you know, there's no policy in order in this district, you know, preventing teachers from exposing their personal beliefs. They're, they're pushing their personal beliefs and thoughts on our children. They're going on social media. They're, they're participating in Black Lives Matter rallies saying that their black students matter. Well, what about the other lives of your children? So no other life matters. I mean, do you know what division and animosity that causes children and confusion and hate So you're basically. So have
1: you had have have the kids come home, your kids come home and talked about this? And have you had problems with the kids in the school, your kids?
2: Yeah. So 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 my my daughter was very confused. Um, She couldn't understand, you know, well, I'm friends with this one and I'm friends with that one. And so why are we you know, mom, you 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 and dad are always telling me to, you know, love the police and go to them if we need help and, you know, to respect them, but they're killing black people. And my friends are black. And I says, Whoa, 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 where are you getting this from? You know? And she started opening up and I started talking to her friends and her friends come from different, uh, you know, ethnicities and backgrounds and races and they, the, the amount of support from them and their families, you know, and my daughter was surprised. And I said, why would you be surprised? Well, they're black. So what does that mean? Because they're black. They can't agree. They can't feel away, because the school is teaching them that if you're black or, you know, if you're you're they call them minorities, that they're not allowed to think. They're not allowed to feel. They're not allowed to have their own opinion. That's racism. And that's not what we you're, stand for in this community.
1: You're also caught in uh, a very weird piece of uh, place because you are a. You're a Christian. Your husband yeah. is a Muslim. Uh, yes. Christians can be slaughtered, and nobody will say anything. Muslims are not supposed to be outside of the you know the Democratic Party line. Uh, and what does your husband? What's your husband say about this?
2: My husband is is furious. Um, you know, uh, even our even our background. I mean, our ethnicity. My my race. They, th- I haven't revealed what I am because I'm just sitting back and I'm laughing at this because they're assuming what I am and they have no idea where I come from, my, my ethnic background.
1: There's this, right. They're, they're assuming you're white. Yes. They're
2: assuming I'm white. That's correct. And I'm not white. So I'm just, I'm letting them play it out. You know, um, even with the the name calling of homophobic. I mean, it's funny mm. because. The, the, the closest person to me in my life, they don't even know who she's married to. And that's, this is what, this is why I say they're, they're, they're telling us to be tolerant and accepting, not to judge, right. but they're judging. They're judging and assuming, so, that they have no idea.
1: You know, I don't know if you've listened to yourself back on YouTube, but um, what I was fascinated by was how the school board was so dismissive of you they all jumped in when they said when you said you work for me i pay your salary they all of them Mm -hmm. said you uh, No, this is free we don't we don't take money but they Mm -hmm. never jumped in fully throated when uh you were when you were expressing what was going on in the school they only Mm -hmm. said shut her off shut her down we get her out at one point one of them said we should all walk Yes um instead of listening to you, who right. are the people that you were naming, and what specifically did they do
2: so miss Cyrus and mr barry they are uh, mr barry's a principal in the eighth grade middle school Miss Cyrus is his assistant is the assistant principal who just recently came in about i want to say three years ago when my daughter was leaving the school uh, middle school and mr um miss miss there is a what other names? I mentioned so many names. Um, they, those educators are the ones that created the curriculum. They took it upon themselves to create a, color, a curriculum. Uh-huh. The books that they're bringing in are books. It's called One Crazy Summer and it's about you know the Black Panthers and talking about racist white pigs, cops. Um, in one of the books, one of the little black girls has a doll that is a blonde hair, green eyed, very pale skinned doll and that it's you shouldn't have a doll like that if you're a black child because it's, it's making the black child feel less of what they are i'm so so now the child is going to look at a white as a, at a blonde hair white girl with green eyes like my daughter because that's what she looks like as a racist or as something bad and children don't see color they don't see color you know we have a new board member coming no, in who is have to be taught with exactly they're taught to hate and this community is a very large populated police community we have a lot of blue collar um, community members firemen construction workers we work very hard we all have morals and respect for one another now whether you agree or not with us it shouldn't be about us it's about our children so what made me laugh was the board members are saying yes we we don't get a salary." So that means your work is volunteer. So then you don't have anything to lose if you stand up for what's right. So that means you're just pure evil and you don't care about our children. Right? Because you don't have a job to lose. You're not losing it's, a salary um... if you stand up.
1: It is, uh, you're dealing, uh, you seem to be fighting, uh, with some people in the background, but seemingly alone. I urge you to join one of the, uh, groups, at least on Facebook, uh, that are, that are fighting this because you, you need more people around you. You need some, you need some help. Um, and I I think you're doing a great job and go ahead.
2: Yeah, we have Glenn, actually, we, we have, um, 352 different organizations around New York. Those are just that moms have been reaching out for to me. Um, we have been uniting. It has been nonstop. Amount of support is, is unbelievable. My community, um, including those that, you know, um, that you would, wouldn't believe. And it's not even political. It's not political because you have people on different political sides that are saying, hey, listen, we may not agree on politics. But I really agree with you on this because this is our children. They're, they're, they're hurting. I mean, how can you hurt a child? What's wrong with you? You know, and pushing all this, um, uh, the LGBTQIA community, hey, listen, that's fine. But it does not give a teacher a right or an administrator a right to, to teach this. This is If they want someone to talk to the child, there should be someone available to talk to, these ch- to the child but it should not be an entire lesson plan or an agenda or a propaganda against mm-hmm. these children. Hitler did that. That's what Hitler did, right? That, that's what Muslim terrorists uh, in, in, in do. They recruit children to do these things.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah, uh, and it. I have, uh, I have all of the, uh, the books. I was just thinking about uh, all of the teacher manuals that I have uh, in our, in our museum uh, mm-hmm. from uh the you know from the nazis that were teaching the teachers how to teach and it's very similar to what is going on right now tatiana thank you so much how do people get in touch with you just through your twitter handle
2: so my Twitter, there's also a link that will link them to my website, um, my email and my uh, public Facebook. Um, and we also have one, uh, page that says parents against, uh, critical race theory. If they Google that on Facebook, they'll find that too. And they can join us and join the fight because we're, this is a winning, we're going to win. It's going to, it's going to be a fight, but we're going to win and have to remember people have to remember vote no Tuesday for this, m- the monies that, that they're trying to do use to, indoctrinate children more so have to vote no keep shutting them down
1: thank you so much Uh, you can follow her on twitter at tatiana ibrahim t-a-t-i-a-n-a-i-b-r-a-h-i-m uh five tatiana ibrahim five on twitter thank you so much tatiana we'll talk again Blinds.com, if you're ready to give your house a new look but not ready to sell one of your kidneys to do it, may I suggest starting out with replacing your window treatments. Great place to begin uh, if you go through blinds.com. You're going to find that it's a very affordable place to begin uh, at blinds.com. I want you to go look at blinds elsewhere and then go find the same blind, and you're going to be astonished how much money you can save you can get high-end look without having to pay the high-end price on things like their outdoor shades which can transform your backyard into a shady weekend oasis with light filtering shades that help block UV rays without uh, rays without obstructing your view plus right now they are offering 35% off everything so upgrade any room indoors and out 35% off anything. It's uh 100% money back guaranteed, perfect fit, you're going to love them. blinds.com. Go there now save up to 35% off everything at blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. <sighs> Holy cow. I mean <laughs> the world really really truly is upside down. It's Hmm. upside down, inside out, uh, exactly what I told you the Marxists were going to try to do, to turn us against one another and upside down and inside out, until you beg for someone uh, to right all the wrongs, until you beg for someone to crack down on crime and crack down on all the th- craziness that is going on. That's what a Marxist wants. Uh, they want us to cry out and beg for government help. Uh, I won't. I won't beg for government help. Uh, I believe that all of us need to take responsibility in our own neighborhoods and in our own schools. And <clears throat> I want to call on you to be a, a an anti CRT zealot. Um, you. It's not enough just to be against CRT. You have to be anti CRT, you have to fight it in every square <clears throat> and they're going to make us pay for every square inch that we gain in ground, but that's okay. We must do it. Now is the time. Uh, if, if we lose this one, we do lose our country permanently and watch out. They're shapeshifters. They will just change the language. You think you'll win. Do not walk away. You'll think you're one, uh, when indeed they'll just repackage it and put it back in some other way. These people will not give up. Don't you? This is the Glenback Program. Whether it's for work or play this summer, take your Raycons with you. I'm at the ranch right now, and I'm going to be plugged in as I get onto my tractor, more of a bulldozer now, and move some earth and then hit the hills. I'll be wearing a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in my ears so I can listen to podcasts or I can listen to great music while I make hay, if you will. You'll get crisp, powerful beats at half the price of other premium audio brands. Raycons. They look great, they feel even better, and they come in a range of cool colors with customizable gel tips included for comfortable in-ear fit. They're the most comfortable earbuds I've ever owned. Listen up. Raycon is offering 15% off all their products. Just go to buyraycon.com slash back. There you'll find 15% off your entire Raycon order. It's a great deal. You'll want to grab a pair and to spare it's 15% off now at buyraycon.com slash back our uh, spotlight sponsor here is my patriot supply you know what's going on you're if you're a member of the blaze you know exactly what's going on please i urge you time is of the essence here time is of the essence uh, 25% off now with a full four-week supply of really good, delicious, calorie-rich meals that the whole family can eat. My Patriot Supply makes it easy to stay prepared at all times. It's fast. It is easy. It's delivered discreetly to your door. You don't want people knowing that you have a large food supply. Uh, things are going to, you're going to witness and God help us all. Experience things you have never experienced in America, and you're already experiencing things that you don't recognize. It's going to get worse from here. Please call my Patriots flag. Just go to preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. heard kamala harris boy she loves being asked about going to the border she was on with univision and here's how she responded to the question you got to go to the border
4: i've said i'm gonna go to the border and when are you going to the border vice president administration has asked i'm not finished (laughs) i've said i'm going to the border
1: yeah and she means it and someday she will someday she will first she's she's got to go to the bathroom uh then she also has to go to europe i think she has to go there first meanwhile president biden oh he is facing off did you see the time magazine coverage he's facing off with vladimir putin the cover of time magazine makes him look like the terminator uh, I don't think that's how it's going to go. We might as well just send a little teeny baby kitty cat to Putin. as <laughs> I think Biden will have that effect on Vladimir Putin. No, you know what? I have a feeling he probably will like the cat more than Biden. So maybe, maybe not. Fearless warrior going into battle now. Ooh, Look out, Vladimir Putin. You don't know what you're facing. And... The Democrats need some clarification. They need a clarification. And we're going to give it to them in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Okay. Let me tell you about Hustler Turf. If you haven't sat down on a Hustler Turf zero-turn lawnmower, you haven't ever mowed hustler truly takes mowing to the next level it turns something in that you might not even really like into something that is really fast and easier than what you're used to it actually also makes it kind of enjoyable i like sitting on the butt end of a lawnmower i like actually i've been working on the tractor here all week uh at the uh, ranch and i just love it because it gives you time time to think time to listen a podcast time to listen to scriptures or whatever it is you're doing and i really like it and that's why i like hustler turf they invented the zero turn uh, lawnmower and they've been perfecting it ever since from industrial grade machines to mowers designed for less than three acres hustler has you covered right now they have their new 2021 raptor series it's built for homeowners with less than three acres do yourself a favor. Visit one of over a 1,000 nationwide Hustler dealers and take the hassle-free test drive today. They're going to help you select the right lawnmower for your application. Find your local Hustler dealer at HustlerTurf.com. There's a 1,000 of them nationwide, so there should one be one close by. HustlerTurf.com. Oh, my goodness. Stu, um... I, I I think this is really important. The Democrats need Elon um, Omar to clarify her comment her comments on Israel. Um, and I think what they actually are saying, if I can translate, because I speak bullcrap. I'm a recovering alcoholic. I'm not a politician, but I I'm a recovering alcoholic, so I'm I'm well versed in bullcrap. Uh, So, if I may translate bull crap to English, when they say they need Elon Omar to clarify her comments, what they're really saying in the translation is can you say
0: something that's different than that so we can all just move on? Yeah, they're going to ask her to um, lie. And say that she doesn't yeah. hate Jews, basically, yeah. is the Just is the say something
1: mm-hmm. where it doesn't, yeah, that we're, we're not in trouble on. Can you just do that? Yeah. Can, uh, can you give so, a completely you
0: know. toast comment about how you don't want all Jews to <laughs> yes. go away for a moment so we can yes. act like we're okay with it? Well, I mean, you know, people call her being, you know,
1: anti-Semitic. And, I mean, can you even come up with one thing she said that might be...
0: Construed as anti-Semitic? I mean, she did accuse American Jews of having dual loyalty. I thought that was perhaps a little anti-Semitic. All right, but can you come up with two things? I Surely you can't come up with two things. But yeah, well, I mean, you know, that she did. Uh, accused jews of buying their influence with money and saying it was all about the benjamins there was that okay, okay, minor okay three thing. nobody
1: could come up with three things that she said she
0: did say that uh, israel hypnotized the world and that typically right, five okay can you come up with five things she, that she said she uh she's well she supports obviously the uh anti-semitic boycott di- di- uh, divestment and sanctions the bds campaign that's against is only four right and she submitted only a four. house uh a resolution to the house of representatives comparing boycotting israel to boycotting the nazis okay
1: that was well you can't um, com- you can't come mm-hmm. up with 20 i'm sure so we're gonna move on well from she did that, get david but, I mean, duke can- to
0: endorse uh, <laughs> okay, her right. comments and she did she was all i will right. say this comes from uh oh, her award when she won 2019s mm-hmm Anti-Semite mm-hmm. of the Year. Yes, Elon Omar! Anti-Semite of the Year. Wow. Beating out both Richard wow. Spencer uh, and... Um, Holy cow. Yeah. Oh, oh Louis Farrakhan was David was the Duke. other nominee. Oh, uh, Louis that, Farrakhan. Yes, okay, good, so good. All right, well...
1: Well, that's great. Okay, the Tom so Brady they just won the anti-Semite Claire... of the Year award. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, we don't need to harp on this. Right, okay. She's a nice woman, I'm sure. And you know what? By asking her to restate things, Rashida Talib has said, you know, Muslim women just don't have freedom of speech. You know. By the way, she tweeted that that out to her 1.4 million followers, um, and I'm sure th- she's not blacklisted and and she's not the algorithm's not squashing her at all. But she's so right when she says that, you know. Um, when you when you think of Elon Tamar, Elon uh, uh, Il- uh, Il- Omar, you need to think well, of course, that she married her brother, uh, and then she committed fraud. Um, but anyway, let, let's not let's not dwell on that. Okay. Here's what you need to know. Elon Omar loves Hamas. She loves Hamas. Why do I say that? Because we know she loves the Muslim Brotherhood. She is in with the Muslim Brotherhood. She meets with the Muslim Brotherhood. She loves the Muslim Brotherhood. I don't know if you've read the 1988 charter for Hamas. Um but uh
0: yeah, you know
1: i think everything that you hear on tv is a lie and let me let me just read some of the highlights uh, from the charter of hamas remember this was revised in 1988 Uh, article one describes hamas as an islamic resistance movement with an ideological program of Islam. Now I don't know if that's program or program. I don't know how you pronounce that. Uh, article two of Hamas's Charter defines Hamas as a universal movement and one of the branches of the Muslim Brotherhood in Palestine. Article three, the movement consists of Muslims who have given their allegiance to Allah. Uh, article four, the movement welcomes every Muslim who embraces its faith, ideology, follows its program, and It keeps its secrets hmm, and wants to belong to its ranks and carry out the duty. What's the duty? Article six Hamas is uniquely Palestinian and strives. This might might be the duty right here and strives to raise the banner of Allah over every square inch of Palestine for under the wing of Islam. Followers of all religions can coexist in security and safety. So that's weird. Um, I guess what they're saying is, yeah, we'll protect the Jews. But when it comes to the two state solution, every inch of Palestine, I don't think the Palestinians and Hamas are going to include another state. It's almost like they're saying, Jew- of course, Jews can have their own state, just not here. Oh. Article 7 describes Hamas as one of the links in the chain of the struggle against Zionist invaders. That would be the Jews. It adds a Hadith claiming that the day of judgment is coming. All Jews will be killed. You know, I think it's Article 7 that maybe appeals so much to um, Ilan Omar and uh, Rashida Tlaib. Uh, You know, you think, why would someone join Hamas? Uh, But then you read Article 7, the Hadith, claiming that the Day of Judgment when all Jews will be killed. And you think, oh, well, that sounds like a fun organization. (laughs) Article 8, the Hamas document reiterates the uh, Muslim Brotherhood slogan of Allah is the goal, the prophet is the model, and Quran is our constitution, jihad is our path, and death for the sake of Allah's most sublime uh, belief. Oh, I love that. I know, you know, I used to be Catholic and most of it was in Latin, but I'm sure, I'm sure in Latin it was like, God wants you to kill everybody. And that's what I, that's what I so cherish about my faith. You know, uh, article nine adopts, uh, uh adapts Muslim Brotherhood's vision to connect Palestinian crisis to the Islamic solution. Ooh, what's the Islamic solution? Is that one of the last solutions or is it the final solution? I don't know the program or program. I I don't know. They advocate fighting against the false and defeating it and vanquishing it so justice can prevail. Oh, so they like justice. I wonder if it's like social justice. Article 12 affirms that nationalism from the point of view of the Islamic resistance movement is part of the religious creed. Oh, that's great. So nationalism, you know, they always say, though, on the left that nationalism is bad, especially if religious people are involved. I wonder why they keep supporting Hamas. Article 13. I love this one because I want you to remember, and I just want you to say to somebody who says, there needs to be a two-state solution, and Israel's got to offer some two-state solutions, which they have in the past, and they continually turn down. I wonder why. Oh, here's Article 13. This is the Hamas charter. Article 13. There is no negotiated settlement possible. Jihad is the only answer.
0: Oh, well, that might be a very nuanced there. I sit down. can't quite tell if.
1: Well, there's a there's a comma in there. Uh, Well, no, it's a period. And you never know. It's like the Second Amendment. I don't know what they meant. They put a period between the two sentences. There is no negotiated settlement possible, period. Jihad is the only answer. Those are probably unrelated, Stu. Article uh, 17 declares the the role of women in Islamic society to be the maker of men. Oh, well, gosh, that doesn't sound too demeaning to women, does it? I can see why these strong women, Rashida Tlaib and Ilan Omar, love Hamas so much. Because the role of women in Islamic society is to be the maker of men. And it condemns Western organizations such as the Freemasons. Oh, you're going to have a hard time with this one, Stu. In the Hamas Charter, they condemn the Freemasons, intelligence agencies, and, I'm not making this up, rotary clubs. That I'm finally somebody saying They leave the Lions. (laughs) They leave the Lions Clubs out. (laughs) Are the Shriners mentioned? damn bastards. (laughs) No, they're not. Well, I think that's Freemason. I think that's Freemasons. And the Rotary Clubs, they're saboteurs for promoting subversive ideas to women. Article 18 defines the role of women as homemakers and child rearers, providing education and moral guidance to men. Article uh, 19 promotes the value of art while promoting Islamic art over Jihad, uh, art forms. I think that must be white. Uh, Article 20 calls for action by the people as a single body against a vicious enemy which acts in the way sim- similar to Nazism, making no differentiation between man and woman, between children and old people. Right? Right? <sighs> That's why kids can blow themselves up. And why old people can be left in the homes after Israel says, hey, take everybody out of this building because everybody is in this fight. Article 21 promoting mutual social responsibility and urges members to consider the interest of the masses instead of their own personal interests. Ah, oh, wohl. And Article 22 uh, makes sweeping claims about Jewish influence and power. Uh, it specifically claims that Jews were responsible for instigating multiple revolutions and wars, including the French Revolution, World War I, and the revolution in Russia. It also claims Jews control the United Nations, and uh, and they're supported by the imperialistic forces of capitalist West and communist East. So... I, I think I really start to understand, you know, the calls for clarification for Elon Omar, because there's so much room to misinterpret, uh, all of these, uh, all of these things. Uh, the Article 30 calls on writers, intellectuals, media people, orators, educators, and teachers in all the various sectors in the Arab and Islamic world to pursue jihad. Uh, Hamas is described in article 31 as a humanistic movement, which takes care of human rights. Oh, it does take care of human rights and is guided by Islamic tolerance when dealing with the followers, other religion under the wing of Islam. It is possible for Islam, Christianity, and Judaism to coexist in peace and quiet with each other, provided that the other members of the other religions don't dispute the sovereignty of Islam. So I mean you could have your cute little religion, but I mean you gotta understand that Islam is the king. Oh, that's all we have to do to have peace? That's great. Uh by the way, Article thirty six outlines the goals of, of Hamas. Um Israel will exist and will continue to exist until Islam invalidates it just as it invalidated others uh before. Uh, and uh, they will wipe Israel off the face of the map. So it's very, very clear why Elon Omar, Rashida Tlaib, etc., they love the Muslim Brotherhood and Hamas. Just a couple of quick, really hard-to-understand things in their charter. Okay, let me tell you about Relief Factor. Michael lives in Connecticut, and he wrote in to tell us about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, Relief Factor helped me to almost immediately and completely eliminate my elbow pain. I couldn't find any other solution. What a great product. It has helped uh, with a lot of other aches and pains as well. Since I started Relief Factor, I feel like I have more energy and generally feel better. Thanks so much. I don't know about the energy. I tried to get them to go the Coca-Cola way and add cocaine in it, but they said, no, that's a bad idea. Michael, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for writing in. It's funny. When, when you're not having to deal with the frequent pain in your life every day, it's easier to find yourself having more energy and doing more things cuz you got your life back. Relief Factor not a drug developed by doctors and 70% of the people who tried try it go on to order more. You can order the 3 week quick start for 19.95. Go to relieffactor.com at 800-500-8384. It's a toll free number 800 500 or just go online and order their quick start package relieffactor.com. 10 seconds station ID. Surely you don't have twenty five things that Elon Omar has said that is anti Semitic.
0: Uh, oh, I was my mic not on. I've been reading them the whole time. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's my that's my fault. Darn it!
1: <laughs> it's crazy, just crazy. We need we need you to clarify these comments. Okay, this is what she should say. I hate the Jews and I want to destroy Israel. That's as clear. I mean, it's at some point she's going to say, "How much more clearly do I need to state this? Yeah. How do I how do I make this more clear? I, Elon Omar, hate the Jews and want to destroy Israel.
0: It's interesting because, like, think of how many times they essentially either ignored or rejected Donald Trump's uh, rejection of white supremacy over and over again he would say directly we think these people are bad and he, we think that they, you know, th- these are not the people we're talking about and over and over again they would say no we're going to read into what you're saying in your policies and, and right. sort of root out mine out of the deep depths of the coal mine this anti uh, 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 minority stance we believe you have here they just can't figure it out even though she keeps basically saying no, no. it over and over and over again they're just I like know. give us one more clarification that allows us to have plausible deniability that you're an anti-Semite. That's all they want. They want plausible deniability. It's, it's, it's like some guy with a
1: radar detector standing on a tank and the, the radar detector is just going, boom the, you know the beach thing and he's like i can't see where it is where is metal around
0: here you're standing on a tank it's not underground you're on top of it it's crazy and they the worst part is they don't actually care if they're standing on a tank with the with the detection device going off they, that's not their interest they don't care if she does not like juice no uh, it, you know there are people in the democratic party who do But generally speaking, leadership does not. They just want to be able to say that, well, we don't, you know, look, she was, she clarified that that's not what she meant at all. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's a despicable position, no matter what, all of these options are bad. I think it used to
1: work. I mean, um... What Barack Obama used to say is what he's saying right now. And he was like, you know, I can't believe these Republicans. You know, they think the most important thing is critical race theory. And <laughs> That's nothing. Everyone knows what that is now. Everybody, at least on the right, everybody knows what it is. And Democrats are waking up to it as well. And Democrats and Republicans and independents are fighting against it. He used to be able to get away with that stuff. But we're we know the press covers we know who people really are because we have independent media now so you can't get away they're still playing the game of well that's not exactly what she said yeah right and uh barack obama's not a marxist (laughs) oh i got it i got it Mm. we're on to him it doesn't work anymore All right, coming up in just a second, I'm gonna show you how to get involved uh, in your neighborhood uh, on this great reset, because it's fun so far, as they're all resetting everything, right? Right? I love the way they're resetting our schools. Oh, it's fantastic. We're not going back to normal. We're going back to someplace better. Really? It doesn't look like it. Can you define where we're headed, please? This is the So God last program. night, last night, Tanya and I uh, turned on the rec, rec tech and uh, started smoking hamburgers. And uh, I am feeding six teenage boys right now. I don't know how anyone who has kids and is not a bazillionaire feeds boys. I only have one at the home. I have uh, five. I have five right now and they're out working and doing stuff and they come in <laughs> this is li- this is really what happened okay how many hamburgers and hot dogs do you want uh four hamburgers and three hot dogs that was one one person was the- one of the guys had six hamburgers i don't know how it happens but god bless the rectech man it cooked it all and when i brought it all in they said those look like the best hamburgers i've ever seen they are it's rectech Uh, If you really want something that smokes, that grills, that even bakes and is the best, it's RecTech. R E C T E Q. RecTech with a Q. At the end, rectech.com.
0: Check it out. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the show. So I just want to go over a couple of things here. Uh, The Daily Caller has just uh, written an article: the eight anti-Trump narratives the the media has finally had to admit were false all along. I will tell you, I would not have a job if I had eight things that I had said over the last couple of years that were this wrong. I would not have a job. No one would listen to me, and they would have every right not to listen to me. Listen to, listen to the, the, the narratives that the media pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed that were wrong. Um, Trump ordered protesters to be tear gassed for a photo op. Oh, gee, we, it's an amazing one. We, we now know that's we now know that's true. Jim Acosta said just an unbelievable use of military and police force to clear out Lafayette Park of protesters for a photo op. He's using the American military against the American people. That was a Biden tweet. Really? Is that what happened? Because it seems to me that we now know what happens, even though. Did you did you see what Jim Acosta said yesterday? He in response to this, when you know he was like, "Well, well, uh, well that that Inspector General can't be trusted." <laughs> you're continuing, you're continuing down the conspiracy theory when it is proven now that, that Trump had nothing to do with that. Do you know why they used the tear gas? It was the uh, it was the U.S. Park Service. Go
0: ahead. Yeah, I mean they were. Uh, they were upset because uh, they were hitting the pro the peaceful protesters other than just burning down the church were also uh throwing projectiles at police officers and uh they were like why are we allowing this to occur so they went out there and and decided they were going (laughs) to clear out the area and uh after that that's when of course the president wound up going across the street for the quote-unquote that's not even
1: true that that is that is what's being said now, but that, even that's not true. Mm. It came from the U.S. Parks uh, Police. The park police are the ones that handle all of them all. There was a construction company that was, was trying to erect a safety wall um, between the White House and the protesters, and it had nothing to do with the protest. It was already something that was already being worked on. And they kept getting uh, hit in the head and they kept getting in trouble. And so they went to the park police and said, we can't we can't go in. We can't do our job like this. So the park police decided to for the safety of the president of the United States, not because it's Donald Trump, but because the park police was shoring up all security all throughout Washington, D.C., they said clear it out so the construction workers can get in. Hours later, Mm -hmm. hours later, after that decision was made, the White House made their decision to go over to uh,
0: the church. Yeah, and they have like video (laughs) evidence of this. I think we're telling the same story because I heard an interview uh, with the inspector general himself explaining this. And right, it was because they wanted to do an unscalable wall, uh, which part of the reason they needed this wall was because of, of these conflicts But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, they have video of, like, you know, administration Mm -hmm. officials learning about this. It's that clear. And they still are just denying the realities.
1: CNN, Jim Acosta, is still denying this. All right, next one. Lab leak theory was a conspiracy. Media outlets crushed the theory, saying it's just a conspiracy and it's been fully debunked. CNN ran the headline, Trump contradicts C- uh, U.S. intel community by claiming he's seen evidence of coronavirus originated in Chinese lab. The Washington Post said, was the new coronavirus accidentally released from a Wuhan lab? It's doubtful. Another one was uh, President Trump and the Secretary of State Mike Pompeo continue to push unsubstantiated Wuhan lab theory on uh, novel uh, uh, coronavirus origins. Okay, well, uh, not true. Not true. And now the press, now the press is saying, well, it's just because Donald Trump was crazy and he said crazy things and uh, he just got jumbled up into all the crazy things. That's why we didn't do it. Now, what are they doing? They're reporting on, oh, the Wuhan uh, uh, theory that maybe it escaped a lab. Oh, that's crazy. No apologies, by the way, are attached to any of these. Um, Trump ignored Russian bounties on U.S. soldiers. Love this conspiracy theory. Uh, Biden slammed Trump for allegedly doing nothing about the allegations that Russia put bounties on the heads of American troops. Not only has he failed to sanction or impose any kind of consequence on Russia for this egregious violation of international law, Donald Trump has continued his embarrassing campaign of deference and debasing himself before Vladimir Putin, said Joe Biden. Oh, I can't wait to find out if he is going to put sanctions on uh on Russia for the bounty that Russia has put on. If he doesn't bring it up, oh my gosh, what does that say? Cause Kamala Harris also in October was pushing this uh story. There was public reporting that Russia had bounties on the heads of American soldiers. You know what a bounty is? No, I don't know what a bounty is someone who puts a price on your head. Well my head is very nice. Uh how much is my head cost? And they'll pay for it if you're killed. Donald Trump had talked to at least six times to Vladimir Putin and never brought up the subject. Joe Biden would never do that. Oh, please put that on the list of things to watch for next week. Um, okay. So Trump said, I never discussed it with Putin because I, I, th- there, there's never been any credible information on it. Well, he was given a fact check rating of four Pinocchios, but it, uh, it looks like, um, Yeah, that never actually happened. New York Times has released a report noting the lack of evidence that that even happened. But I'm sure Joe Biden had better information. So I expect him to bring that up with Vladimir Putin. Trump called Georgia officials to find the fraud. Well, the Washington Post had to issue a lengthy correction in March that eh, Trump didn't tell the chief investigator of Georgia's secretary of state office uh the uh, Francis Watson to find the fraud and she'd be a national hero if she did. Yeah, after 2 months after that story they had to issue a, uh, <clears throat> a correction in the Washington Post. Uh, Trump said white supremacists were white uh, were fine people. We know this one, but for those who don't listen to talk radio, don't listen to facts and maybe you're just starting to find them. Uh real clear politics fact-checked Trump's statement noting his comment was taken out of context, but did you hear, even on the campaign trail, they were still saying this, what Trump had actually said at a press conference, excuse me, they didn't put themselves down as neo-Nazis. You had some very bad people in that group, but you also had people that were very fine on both sides. You had people in that group, excuse me, excuse me. I saw the same pictures you did. You had people in that group that were there to protect the taking down to them of a very, very important statue and the renaming of the park from Robert E. Lee to another name. I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists because they should be condemned totally. Yeah, no apology on that one. Trump referred to illegal immigrants as animals. I don't need to go over this with you. He was talking about MS-13. Trump fr- uh, flat-out lied when his ca- when he said his campaign was wiretapped. CNN was like, it's a flat-out lie. Yeah, they issued a uh, a correction two years later and confirmed the former campaign manager, Paul Manafort, was wiretapped under a secret court order uh and CNN was brave enough to note that their original port report was contradic- uh, contradictory. So wait a minute, it wasn't a lie. it was just contradictory to the facts. Oh that's well, they learned their lesson. And uh the last one here uh Trump removed MLK's bust time uh, Time magazine, the correspondent Zeke Miller. Reported, Trump has moved removed the bust of Martin Luther King Jr. out of the Oval Office. Racist! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they had to correct that because the bust was obscured by a door and an agent standing in front of it. So, why would you listen to these people? I, I, I'm only stating the facts here because you can't be this wrong. You just can't be this wrong every time. And it's in the favor of one side over the other. There's not an honest bone. I mean, let me just say it's contradictory to the, the uh, story or it's, it's not a lie. It's not a mistake. It's not an error. It's not something we have to apologize for. Our story was, uh, was contradictory to the facts. okay Okay. all right all right well let's hope you learn your life oh no you didn't because now you're still furthering the tear gas in lafayette park you still have you still have somebody on your payroll that is still continuing to further the lie and the conspiracy theory but i mean if you started to fire everybody that had done wrong at, at cnn who would be left i mean you got chris cuomo uh you got jim acosta and do i really need to go into uh you know the guy who likes touching himself in zoom meetings that you brought back yesterday cnn i mean you used to be a joke now you're just a national embarrassment One of the things you should value in uh, life is peace of mind and it can be hard to come by these days. I was out uh, yesterday we have a we have a spring we have to uh, dig up and and put new pipe in here at the ranch and um I got the guy coming with a you know with the uh, digger and he's like you have the pipe right? And I'm like no I thought you guys would have the pipe. Oh yeah, we can't get pipe. I said what do you mean you can't get pipe? Oh, pipe, you can't, you can't get it. Corrugated black pipe, you can't get that anymore. Uh, well, when can they get it? We don't know. We don't know. The company says they have no idea. They have like 6,000 back orders now. What, what are, we, are we building uh, Chernobyl here? Because that's what it feels like. It feels like we're living in the former Soviet Union. It doesn't feel like we're in America at all. Anyway, uh, this is a long way of just saying prices will go up. And when that happens, your credit is going to get harder and harder to get, and your credit cards will also go up in interest rates. Get out of those high interest credit cards and roll them into your mortgage and pay them off. And then lock in a lower rate on your mortgage without resetting your loan. Americanfinancing.net. Americanfinancing.net. Please do this now. 800-906-2440, Americanfinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I want to tell you how you can fight back in a very easy way. Um, uh, there is at Glenbeck.com a letter to Congress that I would like you to send to your congressman and your senator. Uh, you can just fill in who they are, uh, and, uh, and then just send it. Just copy and paste and put this in into your own words if you want. Uh, but we've done all of the hard work for you. It is on uh, the Great Reset, and uh, that America and our congressmen and our senators must stand up and see what is going on with the with the stakeholder capitalism that is now being pushed. Because if they don't understand this now, it will be too late. Will be too late. Uh, let's uh, let's talk just a little bit about uh, Kamala. Uh, she's getting a little pissy. Um, when she was asked by univision if she was going (laughs) sorry if she was going to the border here it is i've said
4: i'm going to go to the border and when are you going to the border vice president administration has asked i'm not finished (laughs) i've said i'm going to the border
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) Now, I will say this about watching that clip because she looks really annoyed and and I definitely see that in the clip. On the other hand, as a as a person who's had to deal with covid technology interviews over the years and us being Mm -hmm. in different places, sometimes you could also chalk this up to a possible delay situation where she is looking more annoyed than she is because she's responding to something that happened two or three seconds beforehand. That does. Uh, that is a pretty frequent thing that's happened over the past. Well, year Well, she or thinks. I mean,
1: mm-hmm. right now we are we're in satellite delay. I have been this week up to four seconds behind Stu. It's almost impossible to do this flawlessly because we're in two different places. I'm you know halfway across the country from Stu, uh, and uh, so it's it's very difficult to do but i don't think she knows that's a satellite thing i think she thinks she's just been interrupted yeah i think she she's she, like i hey, yeah. i've said i'm going to go to the border yeah
0: right you could see she can you play it one more time you could see she's she's talking and then she stops and like waits the same amount of time as the question mm-hmm. before she says i'm still talking
5: i've said i'm going to go to the border and I- when are you going to the border vice president the
4: administration has asked I'm that's not where
0: finished. The asked, right? <laughs> right. I've yeah. said
4: I'm going to the border.
0: I, I, I do think that's probably delay. I mean, just watching it and, and having to deal with this nonsense uh, when it comes to broadcasting over the past, especially since COVID oh happened. Listen, I, I think it probably this. is delay.
1: This show is the fairest show <laughs> on the on the face of the earth because they would never have given the benefit of the doubt to Donald Trump uh, or anybody on the right. They would have immediately said, "Oh, look at her." um uh, you know or look at him what an a mean, evil guy however even giving her the benefit of the doubt she's I don't believe she's mad at the satellite. I don't think she's. I don't think she's done no, enough she satellite doesn't. interviews to even understand that. She just is pissy. Yeah. Don't
0: don't cross me. Don't don't oh, question I, me here. I think she does think she's being interrupted. Right there, she's just not understanding yes. that she's not really being interrupted as much as she thinks she is. And the other thing too that does not at all push aside the fact that she's been a complete catastrophe as vice president, and this trip has been a disaster. I mean, that's just one moment of Imagine. technical delay on top of it. We should be on our knees praying for the health of Joe
1: Biden. Can you imagine <laughs> what she would be like as president?
4: No. Is the Glenn Beck Program. The
1: Glenn Beck Program. <laughs> Poplitics is what we're going to talk about with one and the very only Alex Clark in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. So I want to tell you about Jackie. She lives in Montana. She listens into the show, and she writes about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. By the way, Jackie, you live in Montana. I mean, uh, have you ever been to Yellowstone? I mean, it's coming out in just a couple more weeks. And I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Anyway, uh, she says her dog's experience with rough greens. Uh, we ordered the sample bag of rough greens, as you were talking about. Our little chihuahua absolutely loves it. Uh, she used to take forever eating her food, of course, because the little kibbles are probably the size of her head. Uh, but now she gobbles it down and actually begs for her food every night. She will scratch on the cupboard until we feed her. Her energy is up and she runs up and down the stairs easier than she ever has. We call it her drug because she's addicted to it. I know it's like crack. It's like dog crack, isn't it? It's a wonderful product. Thank you so much, Jackie. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for writing in, and thanks for trying it. Rough Greens, it's not a dog food. It's something you sprinkle on the dog food. It's a supplement filled with all the kinds of things that, you know, your wife says,
0: you should have more of this. You should have some fish oil.
1: Whatever. Um, But this, for some reason, is good for you, and it tastes good to dogs. Get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, roughgreens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33. Call them today. Poplitics In in, in some ways, I think that's No, it's not Everything in pop culture has been turned political So there's no pop left in it, I think Alex Clark is uh, with us She is the host of Poplitics uh, And a contributor to Turning Point USA welcome alex how are you
5: hi thank you so much for having me Glad i'm so excited to be here i grew up listening to you <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow That's now I, well thank you very much <laughs> i appreciate that <laughs> um uh, thank you i wish i was in studio to greet you there um uh, myself i know we have a couple of guests coming up today they're actually in the studio and i'm sorry i couldn't be there with you um so t- first of all Tell me what it is that you do, because I think it's really important and very different than anybody else.
5: Thank you. So I created a show that covers pop culture through a conservative perspective with Turning Point USA, and it mainly lives on Instagram. It's a very visual, graphic-heavy show, and I just break down the entertainment news of the day and the top pop culture stories, but I just don't include any of the leftist propaganda in it. So I call out celebrities when they do stupid stuff, and we have a lot of fun doing it. It's very pink, and uh, it's, it's really targeting a <laughs> it's
0: very <pink. laughs>
5: It's targeting a young female audience. Um, we have an over seventy-five percent young female audience. These are young conservative women between the ages of eighteen and thirty-four.
1: So, what was your turning point? Because I know you were uh, you were part of Indianapolis, uh, the big morning show there, number one for a lot of years. I think right after Bob and Tom left, right
5: correct yeah one of them left Bob or Tom I can't remember which one of them left and so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we ended yeah. up taking the top spot there for a couple years and it was incredible and I think part of the reason was is that I was very open about my conservative beliefs the problem was and I think that was interesting to people on the show it, with a being a mm-hmm. pop morning mm-hmm. radio show and everyone else mm-hmm. on my show had the polar opposite beliefs but uh then it started to become I think uh my co- radio company started feeling like I was a liability and I think I started to scare them a little bit because it's people crazy. were sending in complaints to the FCC saying that I was a threat to their children because I said I was an NRA member on the air. So, you know, that it started <laughs> oh to get interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to shoot your children over the radio. Yeah, I mean, your children are going to be with you and I'm in this <laughs> studio, but I'm going to shoot them. I oh, want an idiot. Um, so what was the turning point What well, the turning point? Was that just motivated you to get out of radio and start your own thing?
5: Well, I started to kind of realize that, okay, I can either keep moving up in radio. I know I have a good trajectory in this, in this industry, um, but I'm going to have to start censoring my beliefs on air. There's no way that I'm going to survive mm. in this format being an outspoken young conservative woman. And so I started thinking, man, I wish that I could host a show where I could talk pop culture because I love that part of what I do, but also talk about being conservative. And I just had no idea where I could do that. Um, and so right when I was debating that, I actually started... Started uh, f- seeing ads online for Turning Point USA's Young Women's Leadership Conference. This was in 2018, Dang. and so I went oh. and I saw all these amazing female contributors um, that were conservative that I look up to that were going to be speaking. And I-, I just went on my own. I didn't know a soul there. And when I heard people like Judge Janine speak, Dana Lash speak, all these people that I really look up to, I was like, I gotta, I gotta do this. I gotta get out of here. And so I started really thinking about it, and it was. Only a few months later that Turning Point USA DM me on Instagram and they said, Hey, Alex, we're really big fans of what you do. We'd love to fly you out to our headquarters in Phoenix. Just talk to you and I said, This is my moment. And I they had no idea that I wanted to host a show like politics, but I just said it. I said, Hey, I'm wanna wanna find somewhere where I can host the show covering pop culture as a conservative. And they said, Oh my gosh, we love this idea. Let's get you out here and let's talk about it. And that's how politics was born. That
1: is I will tell you how how different the world is. Twenty years, uh, twenty years down the road, Stu was with me when I had the same thing, and I was like, I, "I'm, I'm a conservative, and I, I want to talk about things that are meaningful because I think things are headed towards trouble." And uh, I just gave up because there was no place to go. There was really no place to go if you wanted to do pop culture stuff, uh, and uh, Stu would listen to me. <laughs> And I was just dead inside. I was like, you know, Britney Spears playing Britney Spears. And I was like, and that's uh, what's her face with well, that super, super classic. And then I would talk about whatever I wanted to talk about, which was shocking, I think, for the audience. And I had to go into talk radio. And it was really hard. How long did we work on that, Stu? Three years, four years? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, many,
0: many years. Yeah. We still don't know how to-, to figure it out. We still don't know what we're doing.
1: Yeah, no, we have no idea what we're doing, but we it took us a few years to con somebody into thinking that we knew what we were doing. Well, before uh, going to Turning and, uh, Point,
5: I shopped my idea around to conservative talk radio, and everybody said, I'm so sorry, I think this is a great idea, but in conservative talk radio, you're an anomaly. There's no way that a young audience, there's a young audience out there that wants to hear pop culture that would listen to talk radio. And not I true. said, you're absolutely wrong. Not true. And no one believed me. And so I just knew, yeah. I said, there's a huge audience for this. And then when I created Politics, it spurred this massive... What I call the cute servative movement, and so now I have all these young girls that are obsessed with the show and obsessed with hearing pop culture without this leftist propaganda, and it, it's the first show of its kind in the conservative movement.
1: Well, I wish I would have. I wish you would have come to me because I would have put you on the blaze because I I I think that is absolutely what the conservative movement is missing. I think um, that we 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 think one way. And we think we, you know, because we, we believe in something and we use logic to say, okay, this works, this doesn't. So let's save this one and let's get rid of that. Uh, and we, we dismiss art and we dismiss pop culture. And mm. if you're not in pop culture, you lose, you lose. Cause that's really what's driving almost everything
5: absolutely and, and you know the thing is is that so many of these young people when you're thinking about college age kids um, a lot of them do identify as leftist but then there's a huge group of them that are just apolitical they say oh I don't like politics so they don't consume any mm-hmm. political shows but the one thing that they all consume is pop culture they're scrolling on Twitter mm-hmm. um, they're you know they're on Instagram they're watching their favorite YouTube stars of course they're following celebrities so they are consuming political news and propaganda but they don't realize it because they think it's pop culture so what I do is I kind of reach out and I call it cotton candy conservatism. It's very non-aggressive. It's fun. You know, they want to hear about Chris Harrison. They want to hear about Kylie Jenner. And so, they'll watch my show and then in there I'm talking about hey, by the way, let me tell you about what a scam Black Lives Matter is. You know, So, (laughs) then they're like, whoa, okay, well, I guess I'm listening to this because I also want to find out what Kylie Jenner did. So, it's a really good, easy way to kind of red pill people without them knowing that they're getting red pilled.
1: (laughs) Can I tell you something? That is exactly how how this show started, Stu? Doesn't it yeah. sound like us? This is this is what we. This is exactly what we did. We came in making fun of talk radio and not talking about all of the the heavy stuff. And then, unfortunately, after nine eleven, and then Fox, uh, it was it, that all kind of washed out. Um, but uh, <laughs> it, it, you are you are one hundred percent right. Do not listen to anyone who tells you that there isn't a huge market for what you're doing. So let me let me get a couple of uh, ideas from you. First, Uh, uh, Chris Harrison, his run as The Bachelor ended. I just read this week that he he has the goods on ABC and he was demanding he makes five million dollars a year. Twenty five million dollars as an exit fee
5: as he should get it. Uh, I, I don't know the exact yeah, number but it was eight it was eight figures so I assume oh, yes wow. um, so I, I am just blown away by this whole situation I wish that he wouldn't have here's the thing he would be a superstar right now and he could absolutely he could have done a dating show with Turning Point USA he could have done one with uh, Daily yes. Wire with The Blaze he had all these opportunities but the thing that I'm so upset with Chris Harrison about is is that he bowed to the mob because what happened was there was a girl on The Bachelor who went to some antebellum party in college um, and I don't know <sighs> I don't know what that is I didn't I didn't grow up in the south I grew up in the midwest I'm an Indiana girl I'm a Hoosier So I guess in college They go to these Antebellum parties That are like old south They dress up And so pictures of her In college in 2018 Came out And of course Everybody called her racist Well this girl Rachel Kirkconnell Was on a season With the first black bachelor Matt James So she's on a season With a black bachelor And everyone's saying She's racist Because she went to An old south party Chris Harrison The host of all You know Since 2002 Of ABC's The Bachelor franchise says hey crazy idea here what if we don't hold it against her that she was just a college student celebrating a party that's been done for years and years and years I'm sure she you know wasn't meaning it to be racist or or, uh, ill intended at all and we just forgive her and we just let also she hadn't spoken at that point and given a statement he said what if we just give her a chance to say something the problem is, he said this to Rachel Lindsay, who is also the first former Bachelorette, Black Bachelorette, and she is as she is uh, critical race theory as a person. I mean, that's who this girl is. She, <laughs> oh, is, she is such a social justice warrior. So because he had uh, the kahunas to say this to Rachel Lindsay, like crazy idea, why don't we forgive this girl who happens to be white, and this girl, the host that he was interviewing with, happened to be black? They said. Chris Harrison now has to be canceled because he told a black woman that we should forgive this white girl for going to an Old South party. And so that is what he happened. kind of he,
1: he kind of put himself in a corner where you can't nobody on the right would hire him now because he bowed. And who cares about it now? Uh, and nobody on the left is going to hire him because he is he's an untouchable. It's like he has social leprosy
5: yeah exactly so that's why he wants all this money also because he's been with the franchise since 2002 he has all the dirt on ABC so what I am predicting is going to happen I think he's going to make a ton of money on a tell all book I think he's going to show the receipts on how ABC is not as woke nope. as they claim to be nope. and show all their nope. dirty laundry and it is going to be amazing nope. and I am here for it
0: is it even after the eight figures I you will think this tell still you. happens? oh I think yeah you don't Well, think he's that,
5: probably under a, I'm no sure way. didn't he sign an no NDA way. for a certain no amount way. of?
1: Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He I'm telling you, I know ABC Disney. I've seen their contracts. (laughs) I've been under one of their contracts. You don't say anything. Uh, If you are out and you sign a release form, you are bound mm. to sign. I mean, it is like the CIA looks like loudmouths compared <laughs> to Disney.
0: This is one of those things, too. That this story, I think, is is really amazing in that it, it, to me, it strikes me as almost the best, most pure example of cult, cancel culture I've ever seen. Gina Carano, I think, is, is in c- competition for that title as well. Mm-hmm. But he did nothing. He asked for grace for someone. And he, he has this happen to him. His apology and her apology of the apology were so agonizing, though. They they immediately go oh, to this, I'm so, so sorry, I didn't understand. Stand up for it yourself. It was like a hostage video. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was. It is remarkable. I I have I, I, I found myself uh, not feeling bad for him after... After the apology came out That's the
5: thing You want to feel bad But you kind of don't Because you're (laughs) like Dude why Like have a backbone." That's the thing What happened to people Having spines Why are we so scared Of these people I I don't understand Their arguments are garbage Mm. They're literal racist Why do we (laughs) care What they think He should have thrown The (laughs) middle fingers up And said bye (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) I love you Uh, So I have to ask I have to ask If this is true There are rumors that Kim Kardashian, you ready for this, Stu? I don't know if you've heard this. And Van Jones Mm. are dating.
0: Really? Yeah. That's a... an interesting uh, couple. true? Mm -hmm.
5: They've been going, the rumors have been going around since Kim Kardashian and Kanye West kind of announced that they were on the rocks and right before they announced their divorce even. And you know what? I'm not a Van Jones fan, obviously, but I don't hate it. And here's why. If you think about this, Kanye West, conservative, Christian, she's not. Van Jones is more on her level. They also are both very passionate about prison reform. Mm -hmm. [3] Um, And they were both champions of that and even when she was meeting with the president uh, van jones on prison reform van jones was the only person on cnn to stand up for kim kardashian and say guys this is an amazing (laughs) cause Mm -hmm. everything that president trump has done for prison reform has been unbelievable it's something we've always wanted why are you guys giving her crap over this like you would want to be her if you were in her position so he was the only one to stand up for her so honestly i can kind of see it um you know but i think that they could end up being a power couple i wouldn't be surprised if we end up Kim i know that kanye's already kind of put in his hat for the uh put his hat in the ring for the white house But i wouldn't be surprised if one day we see kim do that I think she's kind of revamping her image to really get into the political sphere seriously
1: Hmm. Let me let me just take a break here just for a second and just say this dear lord Please help us if kim kardashian is even serious a serious choice for people we're doomed and we know it we need your help in jesus name we pray amen <laughs> holy cow amen. all right hold on just a second we'll we'll have more in uh in just a moment first let me tell you about LifeLock. uh you know if people think that cyber crime well it's not gonna affect me it's not gonna are you have you seen what has been happening with the cyber criminals and and the ransomware do you honestly think that you don't have something on your computer or your emails or whatever that they couldn't expose and you wouldn't want to be seen? Really? You really need LifeLock. Um, LifeLock is that nobody can stop all of it because it's insane. But LifeLock is there and they will have a view on a lot of things that you might miss on your own. You know, people who are even monitoring your credit are going to miss uh, are going to miss things. Um, but LifeLock is there. They'll see some of the things that you might miss. But more importantly, if they miss, you miss, anybody misses something, they have the cleanup crew. They have. That's well, it's kind of like LifeLock's wet works. They have a dedicated restoration specialist if you become a victim. Nobody can prevent all identity theft, but they're the best in the business. And this week only, it is better than Black Friday sale. What racist? Why would it be a Black Friday sale? Save up to 35% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code Beck, Hurry! The sale lasts seven days only. Go to LifeLock.com, use the promo code back and save up to 35%. Don't wait. Offer ends June 13th. 10 seconds, Station ID. Alex Clark is with us. She is the host of Poplitics uh, and uh, contributor for Turning Point USA. She's actually in town because you're going to be speaking at the uh, Young Women's Leadership Conference uh, from Turning Point. Are you not?
5: Yes, actually I opened yesterday I got to open with Charlie Kirk himself And it was incredible And we have huge life-size Barbie boxes on stage that we got to stand in and pose like a doll. Can you believe Charlie Kirk posing like Barbie? It was so great. The the whole conference is pink and purple. And so I got to open and I spoke first and I talked about how um, Barbie is definitely uh, she would be a capitalist. She has the freedom to be all these different jobs that Barbie has. And so the theme of the conference is capitalist Barbie for all these young women. All 50 states are represented, even some other countries. We have over 2,500 Young conservative women there um, It's the largest all women uh, Conservative conference of its kind And it's just absolutely electrifying
1: She might even be Barbie might even be uh, More than a capitalist She may be almost a grotesque capitalist I mean she had a Malibu house Before anybody ever knew That that was the thing to have I mean she had it all She had it all
5: Pink jeep, pink um, convertible uh, mm.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't go deeper than the Malibu house. Um, The uh, the speakers that are speaking uh, this weekend, what what is the what is the main message that is being uh, passed on? And what is it that these young women uh, are being empowered to do? What What is it that they want to do, do you think?
5: Well, the majority of the girls that are in audience at this conference are high school and college age. So I think the main thing is that we're hoping that all these different speakers, we have everyone from Laura Trump, Judge Janine yesterday, um, to we have Kaylee McEnany coming. Um, it, mm-hmm. it, it, we're hoping that they're going to go back on their campuses at school or our young professional, I call them career servitives, that they're going to go back into their workplace, in their office, and they're going to be empowered to talk about loud and proud about their conservative values. And so it's really empowering them. They're being around other people like them they're seeing that they're not alone and that's the main thing is that one of the easiest you know the the best tactics that the left has against young conservative women is that they make us feel like we are totally alone and so we don't want to speak up and share that we are conservative because we think no one else is and when they're in a conference room full of thousands of other women just like them they see that that's not the case and they are they are so pumped to go back into their life after this weekend and share the truth about who conservatives really are
1: it is so great. Stu, would you take Alex for a quick tour of the museum after the show if you have time or have somebody do that next door? We have, we have things next door at our Mercury One Museum that uh, I think you'll... Uh, you have my permission to go access at any time. It's an amazing collection of American uh, items uh, that you might want to use in, in, uh, uh, in your career. Anyway, you can follow uh, Alex at real Alex Clark, real Alex Clark or Poplit- Poplitics. Uh, both of those are on Instagram. You can follow her there. You can also find out more information at TPusa.com. Alex, let's talk again. Thanks. Thanks Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org All right, got to get more money in my bank account. So, let's see, I, I could play the lottery. Uh, no, 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 I could gamble at a casino. That would be great. Or I could, I could, I could wait for somebody to unwillingly drop their wallet and uh, notice it. And then I'll be rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You also could call the White House and pretend you're from Iran. I hear that works. Um, If you're smart, you'll give American financing a call. Uh, The main benefits of someone like a mortgage refinance is it frees up cash. You'll have extra money to put towards your savings, college tuition, home improvements, liquor, whatever. And when you do that through American Financing, you're likely saving money on the payment ends as well. They can get you the lowest interest rate for your mortgage. They can help you fold in all of your debts. Uh, So you can can pay those debts off. Call American Financing now at 800-906-2440 or
0: go to AmericanFinancing.net and head over to blaze tv.com slash glenn the promo code is glenn you'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to blaze tv
1: this is the glenn beck program welcome to the program uh congressional candidate graham allen uh, <laughs> yeah, it sounds is, weird uh, it does. Uh, he's running for Congress in South Carolina's seventh district, which is now occupied by what's his name, Tom Wright. Tom Wright. Impeachment he's that writer, Tom Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, it does. He have because uh, I'm I'm thinking. I just want to know all the facts about him. Does he have anything to do with the very yummy Rice Krispie treats?
4: No, mm. no, no. He's not okay. that. He's not that cool of then a guy. I don't.
1: <laughs> then I don't like him. Uh, so why did you, Graham? I mean, you're a busy guy. You've done a lot of things. Yep. You're an entrepreneur. You're a, a talk show host. What made you say, I've got to run against this
4: guy? Well, guys, thanks for having me. It's good to be back. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, Thank I got you. my my biggest start here, right here at the Blaze, mm-hmm. uh, thanks to you guys. And, and uh, I love the relationship that we still have. Uh, yeah, yes. th- things have been good uh, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, from a conservative movement standpoint. Th- things have been really good. And then uh, November happened in 2020, which, uh, you know, upset and just just completely confounded a lot of people. And then January 6th happened, and it just seemed like things just kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And then, living in the state of South Carolina, where there is literally, on a federal level, one Democrat representative, that's Clyburn in the uh, Columbia area. That's it. I mean, you're talking a red, 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 red state we find out that there is a Republican uh, congressman who voted to impeach Donald Trump. And since then, I will say, it wasn't just about impeachment for me, and I'll get into the, the the real reasons for it here in a minute, but since then he has refused to answer his Liz Cheney vote, and he's also voted for the January 6th bipartisan uh, Pelosi witch hunt commission. Uh, as well yeah, and so, which
1: which by the way has now has now announced that three police officers were killed because uh, of that Jesus. huh help us. i thought it was none yeah Help but us now all. it's
4: three help us all yeah. and, and and so so it was uh it was a lot of things very very stacked on top of each other uh you guys know you guys have been around a long time uh this is a dirty dirty dangerous just ugly thing to actually jump into real politics it's one thing to study on it it's one thing to commentate on it it's another thing to actually put your name in the hat. And what I will say is I'm very proud of this. You guys know me. I'm not afraid to upset people Uh, for the truth. Mm -hmm. We are public enemy number one of the establishment that is within South Carolina within three weeks, uh, within three days, actually, of announcing the campaign, which I hold as a badge of honor. Because if you don't think that we have good old boy, elitist lobbyist out of touch politicians in every single state whether they're red states or not you're not paying attention and what has happened with us is we've put our name in this hat and we have disrupted the plan that was in place to replace tom rice they were good tom rice is gone either way that he's out of there. Mm-hmm. He he lives in a district that Donald Trump won by 20 points in 16 and in 20. It's an R plus 11 district. Oh, wow. Uh, mm. he, he is gone. Somebody is going to replace him. And a person like me who is not a politician, who is just an average guy. We've talked about this a lot. I'm definitely not the smartest person in the room. <laughs> uh, but somebody like me that can go out there and put their name in the hat, I am... Honored and blessed to say that in less than three weeks, we've had 6,000 donations with the average donation of $38. Hmm. So these are real, everyday Americans that don't have a lot of money, but they believe in what we believe. Tom Rice didn't just impeach the president. That's not what Tom Rice did. Tom Rice forgot his place. And I keep saying that over and over and over again. And what I mean by that is it's not Tom Rice's job To he's come out and said, well, it just crossed a moral line that I just I couldn't I couldn't overlook. You don't have that right and authority as a representative of the people. You're supposed to be the voice of the will of the people that you represent. Everywhere I've gone, every uh GOP meeting, every Tea Party meeting that I've had conversations with, the first thing I ask is who wanted to impeach the president? Crickets. No one, no one wanted that to happen. So we have a government right now. We have elected officials right now that truly believe that they know what's best Mm. for us as the American people. We have a sitting U.S. president uh, that can't distinguish we the people from the government. He believes that they're one in the mm-hmm. same. These are very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Mr. Glenn, I know that you have probably covered this in depth. This is very dangerous times that we're in here. No, 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 no. We, the people, are the government's boss. I love Christians that argue with me about this, too, because I'm a Christian guy. I get into conversations with woke pastors all the time. Well, you know, Graham, Romans 13 says that uh, we're supposed to submit to the government of the land in which we reside, et cetera. Oh, my god. And gosh. I'm like, well, oh my well, you know, that's very interesting. And, yes, that is what it says. But the government... Governing authority in our country is listed in the first three words of our founding documents, and that is we the people. So I would argue by not standing up against this tyrannical government takeover that we see in in every day blatantly before our eyes, you're actually being anti-Christian in that regard. Because we're supposed to stand also up for if- those. Hmm.
1: Also, if you understand anything about uh, the republic, it is God first. Absolutely. Man second. Yep. And then the politicians. Uh-huh. So if they're not listening to God and the people aren't listening to God, God is the ultimate authority. Absolutely. Here because the people have individual rights. And Absolutely. And we flip that upside down entirely. Yep. So let me ask you, I have to ask you a tough question. Okay. And that is, um, you... I think congressmen have to represent the district. Yep. How much do you know about this district because uh, they're saying against you that well you didn't even live until the, into this in this district until you wanted to run. Yep. So how do you answer that?
4: Well, my answer is very simple. So I come from a military background. And this is why I tell everybody. I moved 19 times in 12 years. All right, I'm very used to going into new places, and unlike a lot of people, who there's some people that have claimed that their families lived there for 271 years, and they know all this and that. Some of the best officers, the best NCOs I've ever had were people that were promoted into the unit of where I was. Not because they mm-hmm. just lived in a zip code, but because they actually earned it to be in that position. I would argue that not being directly from that specific district actually makes me a better candidate, and this is why. Because I don't go in with preconceived notions as to what's best for the people of that district. I come in as an open book, an open vessel to be molded to be the actual spear of the word and the will of the people that live within that district. Uh, I do believe that this whole thing of districting and stuff like this we're either constitutionally based or we're emotionally based. The Constitution says you have to be a resident of the state of South Carolina, for which we are. The easy thing to have done would be to sit in District 3 of where I currently live, where we have Jeff Duncan, great representative, fights the good fight every single day, make my money, do my show. Uh, but that would have been the easy thing. It would have been, the, in my opinion, the coward thing to do. Um, that's why
0: I chose it. Uh, that's why I continue to do this instead of working hard like you. Yeah, I mean, I like exactly. I like it. I'm in, I'm in an undisclosed location
4: right now. Yeah, it's nice. yeah, yeah. Well, well, and, 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 and internally, internally, that's what it was for me. It was I had everyday Americans asking me to do it. Just, just, just yesterday, uh, YWLS with Turning Point USA is going on walking the halls of people that don't even live in South Carolina. Just hundreds, if not thousands, of people coming up saying, thank you for running. Thank you for just freaking doing something. Mm. Because how many times Mm -hmm. have we said we need the right people to stand up and go try, go try. But most of the time, people go, oh, well, you know, I would, but I, ca- I can't put my family through that, or I can't take the financial hit to do that. Well, that's why we're in the situation we're in right now. The founding father said you got to live in the state of South Carolina, because I truly believe they never would have imagined that, oh, well, just because you live in this zip code means that you automatically are not qualified to be a representative of the people that live in a certain district. That's the most ridiculous. No, I would sorry. imagine these people are, are anti-pro-choice, or uh, not anti pro approaches anti uh, school choice mm. as well. Right. Should right. children be punished and go to a superior or, or a subpar school because of simply where they live in a zip code? I don't believe so. I don't believe that's the thing. Then why are we doing the same thing for the government?
1: All right. So I think I know your answer to this, but uh, I've heard you say a couple of times and I want to make sure that you're understood. OK, um, you know, you've said you're a representative of the people and that's what you have to do as long as you are a representative that is supposed to look at things yourself um, and make judgments it's otherwise we'd have a direct democracy yep you don't mean that in a way that i mean you don't answer to the people over the constitution absolutely answer to the constitution
4: absolutely it is it is god constitution people <laughs> if that, if i can be as clear as that my my moral lines if you will are simple as that god first constitution and then yes and then the will of the people so that's what i want to do i want to be able to we need candidates today that are able to combat the crazy Democratic, socialist, loudmouth that we see all over the Internet, all over TV today. We need people that are able to combat your AOCs, your Schumers, your Pelosi's, uh, your Ilhan Omars that just compared the United States to terrorist organizations. We need people that are able to be fighters. They also have a vote. But we also need people who have a voice, who can speak out against these atrocities, these lies, these falsehoods, but then also can educate potentially new voters, because the Democrats are kicking our butt in that regard. The new generation uh-huh. is either going to save us or it's going to destroy us. And if we don't start focusing on that, we're going to lose it.
1: We are talking to Graham Allen. He is congressional candidate uh, for Congress in the South Carolina's 7th District it's good to catch up with you, my friend. Best of luck to you. Thank Th-
4: you. Thank you, guys. Where people go to help out? If- yes, we need all the help we can get because the establishment is not happy that we are there. If you believe in what we believe, that you, the people, are the boss, not the government, please go to GrahamAllenSC.com and join our campaign in the fight today. That would that, that would be amazing.
1: That's GrahamAllenSC.com. Thanks, Graham. Thanks,
4: again. Thanks, guys.
1: So I don't know if you know about Legacy Box, but they are the world's largest digitizer of home movies and photos, and they've helped over eight hundred fifty thousand families digitally preserve their past. I don't know about you, but I was going through some of the media because we're doing Legacy Box ourselves, and uh, I don't even recognize some of the formats. Honestly, I don't even. I'm like, when did we have a machine where this thing fit? I don't even know what it is anymore. They do, and they can take care of anything, and they preserve all of your memories by putting them in a modern digital format that is easy to use. You can preserve it on a thumb drive, a DVD, or in the cloud. They've covered all of the basics for you. Now, what are you getting your dad for Father's Day? I know I would love to have all of my family's memories digitized for me so I didn't have to worry about it, and I could just look at all of them you can do this for your dad. You can order this uh, Legacy Box right now. You'll get a 50% off your first order. So grab the Legacy Box uh, at LegacyBox.com slash You know, it can take you a while to put everything in to have it assembled. Um, but when you're ready, send it in and you get 50% off. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. That's LegacyBox.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. It's the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I want to play some audio from uh, CNN. Alison Camarada. I think she should. I think she's being sexually harassed here by being even being asked to do the interview with Jeffrey Tubin. Hey, just my advice: if you if you run into anyone at CNN, don't shake their hand. Uh, but here's Jeffrey Tubin yesterday trying to repair his image as CNN
0: brings him back.
2: To quote Jay Leno. What the hell were you thinking?
0: Well, obviously, uh, I wasn't thinking very well or very much. And um, it was something that was inexplicable to me. I think one point, I, I wouldn't exactly say in my defense because nothing is really in my defense. I didn't think I was on the call. I didn't think other people could see me. You so, thought
2: that you had no. turned off your camera?
0: Correct. I thought that I had turned off the Zoom call. Now, that's not a defense. This was deeply moronic and indefensible. But 3D. I mean that, that, is part of, that, that is part of the story. Um, and, you know, I have spent the seven subsequent months, miserable months in my life, I can certainly not confess, <laughs> um, trying to be a better person.
1: What does that mean? Because you weren't a bad person, you were just masturbating uh, live (laughs) on television.
0: That doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you somebody I don't want to watch or think about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, maybe a person who has uh, some self-control issues, I would say. Uh, okay. That might be something. Okay. Maybe work on that aspect of All your right. life. But you're right. He didn't All like right. s- to intentionally sexually harass anyone, which is uh, – and I, and I would say there's a distinction here. I mean, if you are CNN and you have to put one of two people on the air every day, is it Jeffrey Tubin or is it Chris Cuomo – I'd argue Chris Cuomo has oh, been tubin. far more egregious in the bad yeah. things he's done tubin. than what Tubin has done. Yeah. I, I will tell you this though. Um I've got five
1: boys in the house right now, teenage boys, and they told me the other day they were gonna go to, they they actually said it this way. Hey, we're going tubin. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> uh they were <laughs> they were going down the canal in tubes, and I was like, oh, Hey, he's... hey, 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 don't use that language around here. He has ruined uh, the uh, entire anyway, world." Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that there is anyone that CNN would fire unless they're a conservative, you know? They they won't fire Cuomo. They even remember the guy who's like, "Hello, I'm <laughs> <seeing> in London." <laughs> yes, like, remember, he was like having sex with another guy in the park or something. They're like, "Don't worry about it.
0: We're fine." He's still there. At I least think, he didn't yeah. masturbate on camera. Whoops. <laughs> Good days for CNN. Uh, I'm sure James Earl Jones uh, is proud. Yeah. yeah, he. Yeah. Good
1: Lord, this is CNN. (laughs) This is the Glenn Beck Program.